Hi, Alana. Hi, Sasha. Today, it's just us. It's just us, and I'm going to be honest with everybody. We had no plan. No, we for this no episode. Plan. This is going rogue. No plan. We were like, you know what? We're going to get together. Much Wait, like the had, jet lag episode. I was just going to say, this is sort of our thing. <laughs> this is sort of thing. We're like, you know what we're going to get? We're going to see where this train takes us. We're high, jacked on matcha and coffee. Yeah, and iced Americanas. I'm, you know, very simple. We I need to get into the matcha train. I Here's the thing. I can't. This is going to be good for our episode today. This is some meaty this stuff. Is some, this is some choice journalism. <laughs> I cannot drink coffee. So I only, I quit coffee in 2011 because I was getting migraines and I quit <laughs> coffee. <laughs> and uh, I started just drinking green tea and then matcha really came into my life at probably like 2012. That's and I've so, been on the matcha I can't journey. imagine not having coffee. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, is like, I mean, we are really hard hitting right here. I, I don't like the taste of matcha it's something that you have to get used to harry doesn't harry my husband (laughs) um harry doesn't like the taste of matcha either uh, people don't it's i just love it i every time you say harry's name i always feel like i had such a crazy like missed opportunity by throwing you your bachelorette party and it being mary harry themed like we it's right there for it. me. We can still do it. It's right. Like I want to have a bachelorette. For oh, you. Did no. you even have a bachelorette? No, I didn't. You didn't have a bachelorette nothing. party? No, I did absolutely nothing. It's because we were on tour. That's why. Hell yes, it was. <laughs> um, I was like, sorry guys, I'm playing the bull. Can't do a bachelorette. <laughs> um, no, I didn't do anything. I didn't have bridesmaids. I didn't have friend speeches. Right. I just had. Um, there were just four speeches. My mom, my dad, and Harry's sisters. Two sisters. That's nice. And it was very low key and um, no bachelorette. Um, I did. I was gonna have like you know Jessica wanted to throw me like a bridal shower. Oh, that's cute. two days that's cute. before the wedding. Um, and everyone was supposed to get me like lingerie and I know all the fun stuff. She was like mimosas and bagels. Um, oh my God, my dream. (laughs) Literally, I'm like, that is, that is what I want my bachelorette to be. I don't even want to go out. I just want mimosas and bagels, like a lox platter. Like I want like a fucking lox tower and that's all I care about in life. Well, Judaism. It, did, it, it didn't happen. Oh, shit. <laughs> it didn't okay. Happen. But then there's this like funny, you know, I just had to deal with this with Jessica. <laughs> like, so she was throwing this. She had, you know, five of my friends who were in the city on a group text being like, all right, Sasha, give us your sizing. And I was like, all right, 32E. Let's go. That's right. <laughs> and then I gave my bottom size. And then I gave, you know, all my sizing for my you know lingerie. And so basically all my friends were supposed to bring me lingerie. And we had to cancel it because COVID just oh, felt very so rampant. No. And I didn't want to obviously get it before the wedding. Right. Anyway, so um, we canceled it. And two of the like seven attendees got me lingerie, Emily and Layla. Oh, got amazing. Me but then Jessica, who was throwing <laughs> the thing, didn't get me lingerie. She was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing it. And I, two months ago, no, before Christmas, I was like, hey, I got you a really cute thing. I also got your kids really cute things would love if you could get me that lingerie (laughs) (laughs) and she it was so funny she was like oh my god I completely forgot I was like it's fine it was canceled but you know Layla and Emily did get me lingerie so and she got me a beautiful lingerie set and gave it to me on Christmas and it was wrapped in this beautiful tissue paper and it got thrown out stop does she know well yes, now she, she knows, knows. No, oh no, she, no. Knows. she knows we can't actually talk about it because oh it's God. very we both felt who emotional. threw it out this is where i'm like okay i love you mom um 
she, my mom was kind of cleaning up. Right. Taylor's oldest time. Trying to tidy up the place. Tidying up the place. All the kids are unwrapping their gifts. It was delicate. It was like she was like taking all the paper. And. um, I would have cried. She really claims she did not throw it out because she would have felt a bra in there. But that bra was light (laughs) as a feather. Yeah, no. That's That's why I love it. (laughs) Choice lace. That's some, that's some expensive ass lace. I. I'm so sorry. We have to rectify the situation. Oh, 32A. <laughs> 32A. 32E, everyone. 32A. lingerie. I don't even wear lingerie. I know. I, I used I, to really I used to. Oh, oh my God. Let me tell you. This goes back to seventh grade, though. This goes back to seventh grade because I... Now, now we're back into free period. You guys, welcome to free period. <laughs> that was a crazy-ass <laughs> tangent. Um, That does go back to seventh grade because... So, as we, I feel like in a, a previous episode, again, take a shot. We re- Recap episode. We always talked about Victoria's Secret. Yep. And, like, my mom was on taking me to Victoria's Secret. So then when I had, like, pay, like adult money, all I would think about... There was this one girl that I looked up to. She was, like, one of my friends, one of my sister's friends. And I looked up to her so much. She was always put together. She was so cool. And she would always wear a garter with no, thigh highs. No, no, no. Under everything. So it was this girl. I was like, so I looked up to her so much, like, and to the point where like, I became so obsessed with her that I bought the same perfume that she had. What was it? Oh my Angel. God. I have to get, oh my Alien? God. No, 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 no. It was like this really, really niche, like oil. Oh my God. I don't, I used to wear it all oh, oh, the time. Oh, was it the one you get at Whole Foods? Like the amber No, no, no. Okay. It was like, no, no, no. I'm doing that a lot today. No, 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 no. no I'm I like, like oh my God, calm down, it's, Alana. Jesus Christ on a cracker. It's reality TV. I literally have to go into my archive of my Instagram. Wait, it was, it was an oil. Oh, was it? Um, It was like, so, it smelled like vacation. It literally smelled well, like I, vacation. When I first met you, you were wearing Miss Marissa. Miss Marissa. Oh my God. Oh. That's what it was. Oh my how, God. Did, how did you fucking remember Hi, that? Hi, does everyone know that I'm a perfume addict? Oh my God. And I know there everything about everyone's perfume. Miss Marissa. Yeah. Which is, okay, if anyone, that was my favorite perfume. It, that is what I think, I think of you when I think of that perfume. It's the greatest perfume ever. It's like, you can only get it online. Uh, she introduced it, this girl that I looked up to introduced it to me and she got it. And that was the first thing that I had ever bought online with online shopping no way. was Miss Marissa. I had never, because I had just gotten a debit card. Cause like, How old for, I you? mean, I was very young. I was like, I had just gotten my first job at Crossroads Trading Company. So I was probably, cause that's why I needed a debit card because I was yeah. finally making my own money. Um, I must've been 18 or 19. Okay. And I remember like being like, oh my God, I have adult money. Because I have a debit card and I can buy something on the internet. I was like, whoa, this is so great. I am the first thing, the first two things that I got with my debit card were I was an OG Netflix subscriber. Like, oh that was like with the, one with the discs, that come with in the, the discs. But I, like, right when streaming came out, I remember literally, this is, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but I am aging myself. But like, I remember learning about Netflix and yeah. being like, this is so sick it's the coolest thing in like the world. you get these dvds in the mail and then the streaming thing happened like i remember i didn't and i it was a big deal for me because i didn't have to tell my parents oh. that i was getting it because oh. i had my own money like literally Do you i remember the first this is i remember oh, i remember my first i remember the first Netflix. thing that i binge watched 100 percent lost it was lost in weeds literally the That's first me? two things two of my favorite shows yeah lost I was in obsessed weeds. with weeds in high school oh yeah i wanted to be her too i wanted to be her 
And it was because those were the first two shows that you could. They had all the seasons, and like I had never had that technology before. Like we weren't, we weren't the only again. No. Take a shot when I say something that I've repeated. But the only disc set that I had was the OC, and I had yes. all the just the first season. Yes. But when I like logged on to this thing called the Netflix. You could watch every episode. Oh, I know. And I had an I my so my, I don't know how. I think from like one of our friends or maybe Essie stole it from somebody. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but we had an iPod Touch. Ooh. No, yeah, like an iPod Touch, which was like the way before iPhone. Oh yeah. And on the iPod Touch, you could get apps. So like my yeah. parents, I was still living with my parents. I'm literally still sleeping in the trendle bed that I grew up in, in my yellow room. Don't even get me started on. Oh, Never no. let your children pick the color of their room. What okay? kind of yellow? Like, or, like bright orange yellow. What like, color were your sheets? My sheets were bl- basically, okay. Wait, I, I lived in a yellow room. But my yellow was insane. Was yours like cute and yeah, pale yellow? Was, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. it's like nineties. Like uh, my parents. Okay, so my parents are real estate agents in the valley. Have been doing it since like before the internet. Literally, like they're like very low key. Have been like valley real estate agents for like homes so in the valley. Cool. It's the cutest thing. They're a couple that does that sells homes together. They're the greatest couple ever. They really are. But. They, I like growing up, I would go to open houses with them when I was like sick, when they would have to like pick me up. Like, my favorite memories of like elementary school were like I would get sick at school and I would call them and I would hope that it was on like a caravan day. <laughs> because <coughs> if you, because if you go to open houses, they used to have little fun sandwiches oh. and cookies. Oh. So, like, my childhood memories are like my parents picking me up from school and I would be so sick and I would like literally be like my throat would be hurting and they would like be like so annoyed that yeah. they would have to take me on the caravan because that's this was like before you could see houses on Redfin obviously and like things like you would actually have to physically go to like uh, brokers opens yeah and so like I would go and see all these houses like obviously houses that like my family could never afford but they were like really super fucking cool like I remember like like fantasizing in these like two-story houses being like this is so cool and people live. like when I would see children's like bedrooms with their own bathrooms I'd be like oh my god this is crazy but there was this one house that they took me to where it was like a bright yellow room with like blue crazy cuckoo crazy blue it was like a Crayola color box room Uh and we're really at the brink of basically I was in fifth grade when when I chose to do this so we're at the brink of I'm a kid but I'm about to be like a woman I'm not a girl not yet a woman Right. So I was still leaning towards the I'm a kid because I wanted a basically Crayola crayon box room. And for some fucking reason, my parents were like, we're down, which is like so crazy to me. My parents never said yes to any of my cuckoo crazy ideas. But for this, something that was going to literally be (laughs) and it's still there to this day, by the way. It is disgusting. I hate my room. I Wait, hate it. Can you describe, it. like, is it a lemonade? Is it a... No, it is like a Crayola. spicy, like a dark spicy mustard yellow. Like a, like this yellow. That's like nice. No, but it's like brighter. And then I got blue Ikea. I remember it was so cool because I got yeah. Ikea and that was like name brand for me. I was like, oh, yeah. oh my God. But my parents were like, you're still going to have to be in like the bed that you grew up in. So like my sis, my parents got Essie a bunk bed when she was born. For and who? it literally got 
pass Wait, down. Why did Esty get it? Was it for her and Danielle? It was for her and Danielle. Okay, okay. Like me, Esty and Danielle always share rooms. Like until Esty got her own room, she obviously she was the first one to get her own room. Then me and Danielle shared rooms mm-hmm. forever, mm-hmm. and then she went on tour. Like literally up until she went on tour, we were sharing a fucking room, and my room was bright yellow, dude. Like bright yellow with blue sheets. And the second that I got into middle school, I realized like, oh, you're supposed to be cool and have like oh, no. a dark red boudoir room or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like something. And I had my parents. Were, I think my parents fully like my dad always says shit like this to me where he's like, you're going to regret this. And I'm so like passionate in my in my like convictions. Sag, I'm like, I'm like, I'm never going to regret this color. Regret <laughs> it every day. Still, my poor parents have to see it every day. I wish our listeners, including myself, knew that this room was this color because through the breakup stories and you running into your room to then stare at a a Crayola crayon box. It just changes everything. Where they where they like said like no was I wanted my my door to be red like a bright red and they were like no they were like that's where we crossed the line pass wait also um did you have posters to cover the yellow as you got older no so i well yes yes and no so basically like instead of like band posters like Mm -hmm. i could give a shit about bands i was like i don't care about bands when i wake up in the morning i don't want to see bands i want to see puppies (laughs) i had puppy posters no dude because my biggest dream in life was to own a dog. And to this day, you don't. Well, I can. do not own. You can't. You I can't. I leave all the time. Yeah. But a my classic. Parents, I leave, I leave all, the all the time. I, I fucking leave all the time. And but on my, your headstone. Literally. I, leave I all left. The time. <laughs> Why I'm. <laughs> but my parents, like, the thing is that my dad always wanted a dog, but my mom. Ne- like, I guess my mom grew up with dogs and, like, knew that it was a lot of responsibility. But I remember like pleading to my parents that I want a puppy and literally like my whole room was plastered with puppy posters what was your dream puppy like a King Charles I always wanted a beagle like beagles were so cute to me and also like an English bulldog was always super cute to me like always like Air Bud Golden Retriever loved a Golden Retriever did you ever watch that show see how they grow where it, no. it was like a VHS, you, you see how different animals grow. So them as like baby, what? baby, babies into golden retreat, like full. Oh my god, I need to get this I know now I'm like trippy. <laughs> um, Let's like get fucked up and watch that. Yeah, Let's like, take mushrooms. <laughs> see how they grow. Let's see how they grow. It was my favorite favorite thing to watch and oh it, it was god. all and the puppy episode was my favorite well but then I, it's like the baby episode was weird i was like i don't know like, i don't want to see TMI. babies gross you know, the other day did you have to watch the miracle of birth video nova i'm sure that i did it's where you see yeah how, like you see, see how they grow you see how they literally you see how they grow and it, i was shown it in sixth grade and recently i went on the imdb because i was like who is the body oh my god I does she have an imdb page in no world okay i'm There's just making no, sure i'm like damn that'd be crazy but i'm like i want to know who the mommy is who yeah. the daddy is and, who the and baby where's is. the baby i always now. look up imdb pages of babies in movies oh yeah from the 90s yeah, where are like they now 2000s because i find it so fascinating that parents are willing to give a set their baby yeah. and put jelly all over them you yeah know, for newborns yeah and how does that work i find it so interesting you know i should know how it works i know yeah there must be like a baby agency or something um anyway what i was saying what we were saying yeah the room. Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, what you. was it your? Was, but what was your childhood home? It so was, like it was a pale, cute. It was a pale, cute. Ugh, my childhood. Yellow. It's it's not fair. 
<laughs> how wonderful my childhood <laughs> home was. Like, I hate even talking about this because I'm like, oh, really? You had like a hand painted like, oh, oh no, it was. My, I mean, OK, so I did a tiny desk for NPR, which was like a wonderful. Just I love. Oh, yeah, I saw your room. I, that Everyone was my go watch child, Sasha's tiny desk. That was my childhood bathroom. But like, it's like Steven Spielberg 1990s. Like, it's so it was really all out like I love he it. had these tiles made of different <gasps> um fairy tales oh my God, and stop. so I did my tiny desk in my childhood bathroom but like which is like okay fine but I remember it was like most of the comments were just like actually I didn't read the comments because it was too <laughs> it was too hard but I think I saw like tweets or something being like this was her childhood bathroom because it's I mean, a fairy tale it's incredible it's cute no it was amazing it was incredible um I had a wonderful room with like pale yellows and pinks and like I had a trundle bed with so many stuffed animals and then um I graduated to a four poster bed which was <gasps> did you have a canopy I had a canopy you bitch it was my dream in life I <gasps> begged I was like by the way again let's just it's Richie Rich I was like please please please, please <laughs> I want a canopy bed I got a canopy bed when I turned 12 oh my god amazing so I was in sixth grade and it was a it was a Listen, guys, I'm open about my upbringing. I know. It was real, but you like, know what? But you know what? We're we here love now. It. We love. We love each other. We love each other. <laughs> we both had very different childhoods. Yeah, I had a yellow mustard yellow room. But see, I would have like I was. It was you know I had cutouts from magazines like on the walls. Ugh, I, I always with. wanted to do that. There was a really cool girl in my high school that like had the collages. Collages. Yeah. I was just never artsy that. enough. I mean, puppy posters. I did. I was puppy never posters. artsy enough to do a collage. No, but that's, but it's also, um, my parents, they were strict though. They were very strict about like us having our rooms perfectly clean. Oh my God. We had to really, if we didn't pick up our mess anywhere and you know, we were grounded for the weekend. Our parents were so strict about cleanliness and like, and taking care of things and not leaving clothes that on the floor and like really learning to, you know, if I borrowed a a shirt from my mom like she would find it on the floor oh and you'd be dead. and I would it was done I mean I never, am yeah. so jealous because I I mean bless my parents I love my parents so much but I did live in a hoarder's paradise Ooh. like I my house was always to the point where like I mean you're in my house now like it's not a hoarder it's not a hoarder but like it's really not. It's Mine's like I got a hoarder. dead plant in the corner that I need so, to get rid of that I'm just like not getting rid of. There's so many dead. dead plants everywhere. No, no, no. They're just sleeping. But like mess. The thing is like I grew up where like mess never bothered me. Like That's my pretty- parents would save everything. If you walk into my parents' house right now, there is every little thing. And like my, I mean, my, my house that I grew up in is, is like tiny. So there's not that much room to fucking keep everything. And they keep everything. Wait, also, I have to just, this is, I'm so, I cannot believe I'm saying this out loud. What? But I have never been to your childhood home. I want to go so bad. I know. I oh my like God. You would learn so do like much. A field, we should film a field, a field trip to my yellow room. I've never been to my childhood home. I know. I know. That's so I mean, crazy. We should do like. We should I'm go so down. <laughs> we'll take a crew. But it's I think it's because we met later in life. Like we met when it's we were true. 22. 20, and 20. on top of everything, I do think that my like I I just like my I'm, uh, yeah I can't even say I don't want, I don't want to say that I'm embarrassed about my childhood. But no. I am a little embarrassed. But like well, okay, so I this is also so stupid. What I'm about to say, I was embarrassed in the opposite way, where I didn't want anyone coming to my house because I didn't want them to see. It was like a big, it was yeah. this big, big, beautiful house, um, <laughs> rolling hills, um, vineyard. No, I have no vineyard. Actually, there, there is a vineyard. The thing <laughs> is, is 
I love it. I love it. No, We're but I was cringe so, at the end of the... No, I don't care. I um, listen, guys, I'm being like very... I, I was so embarrassed. And so I would always opt to go on sleepovers because I didn't want anyone coming to my house because, I yeah, I was embarrassed by it. And I used to have my dad, which we'll talk about, I think, with him, but I used to have him drop me off blocks away from school because I was so... I didn't want anyone to see he was my dad. And I was so acutely aware of just his greatness in the world right at such a young age that like I I felt embarrassed um that there was any attention and um I wanted you know there's this diary in my entry where I'm, I'm gonna actually just read it right yeah, now do it um because we might as well talk about that I feel like we haven't even like ta- I haven't really gone into like I, I've always been a little and I mean listen maybe I'll cut this when we yeah. listen back but I feel like it's just it is what it is yeah it's my the way I grew up it's the way I can't change it um okay so here's July 12th 2002 hey you guess what this August I'm recording my song in a real recording studio didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> my dream is going to come true. Wow. That would be so cool if a record company put it on the radio. That would be awesome. OMG, I'm so nervous for camp. What if everyone likes me just because of my dad? They probably won't see the real me. Oh. <laughs> Which is like, that was my biggest fear. I was like, no one's right. going to like me for me. And so I didn't want anyone coming to my house. I I swear to God, I mean, to this day, I feel, I feel this way. To this day, I don't ever want, I mean... I never want people to know. It's Aww. why I created a different stage name when I was like first starting out with the Buzzy Lee stuff. I was like, I don't want it to say Sasha <laughs> Spielberg on Spotify. It just, I was, I, I still to this day, I'm like trying to come like own it more, but it's a journey. It's a journey. I, I, Cause I, I feel just, I judge myself the second I walk into a room. Like I, I, but what that's if we what, learned in this podcast, we need to hug ourselves I more. Know do that and also I think like even the fact that you and I became so close and you really loved me for me immediately it's so funny because I don't even I like whenever I talk about your dad I literally say that's Sasha's dad I don't even (laughs) I'm like oh my god that's like what I I remember I saw him at like the DGA we we did like there was something last year when I was doing liquor pizza and I went oh my god that's Sasha's dad the best and my mom's the best and they're they're both they were both so they really tried to instill like a sense of normalcy and like they really wanted to just make us like there was I mean we weren't allowed to go to I did go to the Oscars with my dad when I was 10 but that was like a one-time thing yeah my dad took each sibling. There were seven of us. Oh my god! <laughs> so like, he's like, I gotta make more movies. <laughs> he's like, shit, I gotta make more movies. I gotta take everybody to the Oscars. And there's a picture of me with. Actually, I'll just show it to you now. <laughs> Maybe I'll post. I think I will post this at some point. But it's you know, what what a childhood. What but um, childhood. I went to the Oscars with my dad, and I wore this beautiful two piece from Calypso, a Ooh. very mature store. I remember Calypso. Oh yeah, it was a grown up store. Um, and I was ten, and I was so excited, and I was in the green room, 
and I took a picture with Tom Cruise. Oh my God, stop. But there was barbecue sauce on my chin. No. And I was- <laughs> no. You got into the ribs. You ate some barbecue ribs. And you were I like, Tom. Find it. Tom, and take I was a photo. I so embarrassed. And oh my I God. Saw the fo- I think I saw the photo after something. And I just was like, that was on it the whole time. I mean, I was really very embarrassed. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, we're getting into like other territory, which obviously is deeply unrelatable. I mean, I'm so sorry and I'm already apologizing to everyone, but no, like, what, whatever. I think the first celebrity that I had ever met was my parents. My dad has one best friend on this earth. My dad has but one friend. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm always like, dad, you need more friends. <laughs> but he has one friend in this world and his name is Isaac. Shout out to Isaac. Literally have known him since I was a baby. But he lives in Miami. Yeah. And for some reason, my my dad, like, we, like, we were, like, oh, we're going to go visit Isaac. And that was, like, a huge deal. And it was the same week as the MTV Music Awards that were in Miami for one year. They did it in Miami for one year. So everyone was in Miami. You can go back. It only happened once. And we somehow like bought the tickets by accident on the same week and um we went to the mall and me and my siblings saw Pharrell and this is like height like the height the height of NERD like and me and my sisters were the biggest NERD fans and we were like oh my god that's Pharrell and I think he was meeting up with if my memory is right, he was either meeting up with Missy Elliott or Missy Elliott was at the same mall at the same oh. time. I have no idea. So we saw Missy Elliott and Pharrell what did you do? in the same. I had a mental fucking breakdown. So basically, so me and my, I'm very young. Like I'm, I think I was maybe six or seven. I mean, we've told Pharrell this story before, which is so funny. Which is also to even say we've told Pharrell I know, this story before. I know, it's fucking insanity, dude. It's insanity. And we we went up to him because like not only I mean the thing is Danielle which we will have her on the pod at some point literally (laughs) take a drink take a drink every time I say Danielle's gonna be on the pod Danielle from a very young age was always obsessed with producers she always knew credits come again oh yeah oh my god producers my my little Hollywood brain (laughs) I'm like I'm like Kathy Kathy Kennedy no like (laughs) no like music producers like of course like the second that we got the internet danielle was like always like researching like who did what and whatever like she was just always obsessed with production that's cool and so she always knew that like pharrell was like pharrell was like it was pharrell and timbaland were like her favorite producers growing up and so esty bless her soul was has all was and has always been the sister that's like we need to go say hi. Like for me, I'd rather like, even to this day, like I cannot say hi to people. Like I'd rather run towards like a burning building yes. than say hi to anybody yes. and tell them that I'm a fan. Cause I'm so nervous. Essie yes. was like, we're doing it. And like Essie grabbed Danielle's hand, Danielle grabbed my hand and she just like marched us up to Pharrell. She must've been like 13. Oh, like cool. she was 13. Danielle must've been 10 and I was seven or some or six. And <clears throat> Essie was like, hi we're sisters and we play music and we love you and he was like i'm gonna give you he was like you guys are special no literally he said you guys are special and he was like i'm gonna give you my phone number you each have to memorize a portion of it you're kidding me 
and I think we um, I think we were so freaked out that Pharrell like because he was like one day he basically said like one day we're gonna meet again like you You're guys are gonna be big kidding me. and I was like so shook Have you told the story before I've told it to him I think we told him on he has oh, yeah. an amazing radio show called yeah. other tone with Scott Venner which if you haven't listened to other tone you should go it's on Apple music um but when we met him when we basically it's like it's so funny because we've met him so many times in our life mm-hmm. like so many key moments it was like we met him then mm-hmm. and he he like let us memorize his phone number which i think literally i think we forgot it uh, almost immediately <laughs> and we were like that was our chance we were like fuck we did serendipity and the then flash forward to our first south by southwest um we were playing this alleyway in austin texas and we had heard pharrell is in the building and we were like what and there's a video of him we start playing this was like very early days hi we were like oh. i was wearing short shorts my fucking hair was down to my ass <laughs> and there is a video of us starting i think we were playing oh well because we would do a cover of um early fleetwood mac era oh well you should go listen to it it's fucking sick that the recording don't listen to our version listen no, to the recording <laughs> And you see for like running down the stairs and he stands right in front of me and is like freaking the fuck out. And I was like, what the hell? And then, so then we obviously met him then again. And I think we told him the story again. (laughs) We're like, oh my God, we saw you in Miami in like 1999. Memorize this story. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've met again. (laughs) Like it's like from 1999 now to like 2011 or or 12. No, it was probably 2011. And then. Every time, every time we see him, he's been just so nice to us. But like, he was the first person we ever, I ever met, first celebrity I ever met was Pharrell. Oh my god, that's an Um, incredible story. He's been our like godfather. Like, he really has a like, like he's been a marker, like a marker of like success for us. It's like he's the greatest. I mean, I so I went to a party when I was. Um, when did Hey Ya come out? I think like seven, oh my like two thousand three. Yeah. So Jessica and I were obsessed with that song, and we were at um like a party that um it was, it was called the night before party before the oscars and it was 2003 and D- jessica and i i just wanted her to think i was cool right. you know your older sister my <laughs> older sister jessica i just wanted her to think i was cool i would do anything to mix to make her think i was cool so i full disassociated we saw andre 3000 stop it i fully was jessica was like oh my god oh my god it's Andre 3000 because she was obsessed with the song yeah. and i was like well why don't we go meet him? And Jessica <gasps> was like, no, no. Oh, oh my God. No. The confidence, oh. Sasha. Oh, I disassociated. Uh, I had to play the part of a lifetime. Part of a lifetime. I fully was like, yeah, let's go talk to him. I go, I drag. It's Esty. It's me as Esty. Yeah. I pull Jessica behind me. She's, <gasps> by the way, okay, I'm 13, so she's 27. Oh, my God. Pull her. She's like holding my hand. I'm like, hi, Andre. <laughs> You're he like, looks- we're on a first same basis. <laughs> fully. Mr. 3000. <laughs> <laughs> And he looks down at me because I'm like, what, five feet? He looks down and he goes, hey. And I put up my hand and go, hi, I'm Sasha. Shakes my hand. I go, this is my sister, Jessica. And Jessica's like, beat red. Oh, Actually, my God. she never blushed. She always <laughs> just was tan and glowing. 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 And she didn't say anything. She was like, hi. Shook his hand. And he was like, how are you guys? I was like, we're good. Just enjoying the night. Yeah, just uh, enjoying the You're night. You're like, I'm on my third drink. It's, you know, <laughs> I drink three glasses of champagne and I'm feeling great. <laughs> just sort of taking it all in, Andre. Taking it the all in. The night before. <laughs> the night before, buddy. Uh, and I was like, well, it was really great to meet you. Uh, we'll see you around. 
walk away. Jessica grabs me and she goes, that was the coolest thing in the world. Oh my God. my heart, but by the way, I was, because I had disassociated, I was coming to. (laughs) And then literally your soul came back to your body and you were like, what did I just do? Vomit. Like I was like, I have to go. Um, It was the coolest thing I had ever done in my entire life. And you spent the rest of the night in the bathroom. No, I was done. And Jessica told that story for years to come. (gasps) Oh my God. It was worth it. Oh, it was worth it. Oh my God. Also, it's so cool that I met Andre 3000. I know. That was the coolest moment of my life. But I think it's, there is something... I just love the idea of just being 13 and going up to full-grown adults. And, and just be like, hi, I'm Sasha. Like, hi. It's Esty. Being like, it's hi, Pharrell. You know, there's some people that have that. I notoriously have a face for you're not supposed to be here. Like, it's Wait, a joke. It's a joke between my siblings and my whole family that, like, on numerous occasions, we try to sneak in somewhere and Esty will get through, Danielle will get through, and I don't know what fucking narc energy I put out. <laughs> But it's like, it gets to me and it's like, nope. Because it's blinking face. It's, it's blinking like, eyes. I have it written on my face like, oh, I'm trying to sneak in. Please just do me a favor and let me through. And every security guard is like, nope, well, nope, we're what? not doing guess it. Guess who took your place at the Rock Nation brunch? When there, you know, there are two sides of the Rock Nation brunch. Oh my God. <laughs> that happened at the Rock Nation brunch. Oh, Remember? Yes. I was stuck outside. And I took your place. And you took my place. I took oh, your my God. place. I okay. didn't even know Here you Here we guys go. Well. Okay. We had just... This is Lily and Sasha was there. So this was like we we I think it was like our first uh, before our first album had come out. We got invited to our first like Grammy party. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? We're invited to Grammy parties. So I was like, this is outrageous. It was at Soho House in West, West Hollywood. Hollywood. Two sides. Two sides. Like the, the place is like kind of big. And like we, the whole thing was like of the party was, first of all, I was the, I think we were the only people that ate at that party. They had an amazing spread. Oh, Let me tell you. Locks. It was lox, locks for days. crudite, charcuterie. I was like, this is, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to eat here. No yeah. one did. And we were like, we're eating. Yeah, of course. And then all of a sudden, Queen B herself, Miss oh, yeah. Beyonce yep. has showed up to the party because it's a Rock Nation party. And she goes into this other room. And when I say it was a mass exodus to this room, I am with my siblings, Essie Hyam, Danielle Hyam, and me right behind Danielle. And the same thing happened. It goes, one Hyam goes in, next Hyam goes in. I'm like, I'm the next Hyam to go in. And all of a sudden it was like, nope, you're not going in. You're not going in. And I was like, wait, no. my sisters are in there. And they were like, I don't care. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I get it. Like, I'm, and I, of course, go into people pleaser. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Things are really fucking crazy right now. <laughs> Everyone's trying to get into this goddamn room. I totally get it. Like, vibe with me right now. But literally, my family is in there. And I am lost without my family. And they were like, we don't care. I spend the rest of the party outside. Little do I know you had gone in. <laughs> okay, here's what happened. And you me. became a lot of Haim for the day. I am stuck outside. Here's what happened. I didn't know this at the time. Esty and I were just like, Esty was the first one that I sort of like. She always is the first. Yeah. I got to know her the the best, you know, and she was like, I was like, oh, I want to go to the other side because it was like two. It truly was two sides. It was two sides. And um, and the party, like they were playing like loud music in yeah, the other no, room. Yeah, it seemed fun. It, it was like so fun in the other room and yeah. I was stuck outside. Well, I then was like, oh, and Esty was like, we're going. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, we're going. Go. Come on. 
she grabbed me. She miraculously gets in and says I'm her sister and we are I, I mean, love how we, she said that you're her sister. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm like her actual, actual blood. Sister, but then, I was at the back of, of, the, of the sister line. But I didn't that <laughs> and I, she was like hi and to the door guy she yeah. was like my sister's in there we really need to get her there's a family emergency we really need to get her this is my other sister we need to get her so they they let Esty in. when i tell you okay this is what it was on the outside of the room i was with strangers did not know anybody there i i remember i had bought a cute little outfit to this thing i felt like i was left at prom no. like literally i was like so sad and i am being like flanked by Every person that's like the typical LA story, which like anyone that's from LA, it's the biggest eye roll. I feel the same way. I I don't sell myself, but it's like I need to be there. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Like, do you yeah. know who I am? And I'm literally there, being like trying to be like the anti person of that. Yes. Of yes. like, I'm like talking to the security guard and go, I know this is crazy. I'm like having a whole gab <laughs> ses- sesh with the security guard. I'm like, like is this I'm crazy? like, this is crazy. Like, I'm totally fine with waiting. Oh my god, that's what to I get would in do. there exactly because I'm like I put myself in there. Like it is chaotic. It's fucking no, intense. No, I do the exact same. But did not work. Empath. And then all of a sudden, literally, as everyone's leaving, the security guard goes, "You can go in now." And You're I kidding. went in. I got into the thing and like met up with you guys, but everyone was already leaving. Of course. And I was like, "Well, I just spent three hours uh, <laughs> talking to a security guard because I have a narc. I have narc energy." He <laughs> like, like knew I wasn't supposed to be in there. Leaning up against a wall, like by his side, I was, like, like, like being like, like, "Yeah, I mean, this is this yeah, is nuts." What like, you go through, sir? <laughs> I know, Monsieur. I cannot even imagine the pressure. The The pressure. pressure. I know. And I'm like, and he's like, I know, I know. And I'm like, I get it. I'm an Aquarius. So things are fine. He was going to be like, you know what? Thank you for understanding me. You can go in. He was like, you're still not getting it. But that's my move. I do the exact same thing. I'm like, I can't be the person who's like, I really need to get it. You know, I, if someone tells me no, I've never been able to do that in my life because we're people pleasers. If someone tells me no, I'm like, okay, thank you so much. I'm like, oh my God, thank you. I'm so sorry to like, that I even asked. I can't believe I walked here with my two feet and asked you for something. Exactly. Esty has though. She has always had the the drive, the drive energy, but she has this aura about her. That's like, she belongs no completely i don't know i don't have it danielle has like half of it because like it works half the time for danielle so sd has that energy and i've yeah. always wanted i've always wanted it up well, to, I to think the day that i die also, and i will never have it i'm so sorry i'll never have it in my I'll life if someone it. tells me no i'm like thank you so much for taking oh God, the time to listen to my plea you Thank you. I'm wrong. But I want to get wrong. better at it. I want to be like. I, know. I don't. The thing that's so funny is because like Essie's like a Pisces. But I mm. think like I'm a Sagittarius. Like I'm supposed to be fiery. Yeah, you, you are. And I maybe it's my Libra rising or my Aries moon. I don't know. Aww. I just don't have. But you play by the rules, which brings us to our next subject. We wanted to. Alana and I met up for matcha and coffee. And <laughs> we're just like, what do we want to talk about? And I think. Just in terms of rule following, we can talk about our first time breaking the rules. Yes. Which, let's just start with weed. Yes. I, okay, so. Marijuana. Marijuana. Um, I, okay, so the first time I smoked, well, th- this story is kind of like long-winded, but I had a new group of friends in eighth grade that were super sweet, but like also uh, like were rule breakers. Mm-hmm. Like, but we were like kind of like cool jews i don't know i don't know what that says to anybody but like they i thought that they were super cool and they were jewish and like we would go to the high holidays together but also like smoke weed and i was like oh my god this is best of both worlds (laughs) 
And so high holidays, <laughs> literally the high holidays. And so the summer going into ninth grade. So we were obviously still friends because I met them in eighth grade. Um, this one girl basically like we were at her house and she was like, I have weed. And I had never, even though I had siblings that had smoked weed, they were very strict and were like, like Essie was like, never the sister that was like, I'm going to let you do whatever you want. And so we smoked weed and I'm putting up air quotations because I definitely didn't inhale. Like I was like, Oh, this is what being high is like. I, and I think just from watching like, all those like stoner comedies I like obviously knew what the symptoms were I was like oh you get super hungry so like I smoked <laughs> and then was like I'm so hungry are you guys are you guys so hungry like, I'm starving and I wasn't high at all and I was like oh like I don't really but the thing is in my mind I yeah. thought that I was high I was like oh I think this is just what it is and so flash forward maybe like two weeks later my parents again as you know, on free period, I've said that my parents were super strict. And, like, my dad had eagle eye hearing, eagle eye sight, like, anything. He was always five steps ahead of me. Could never do anything bad. My parents decided to go to the movies. So I had a good two and a half hours. And on top of everything, my friends that I was these two cool Jewish girls, we had convinced Esty to take us to the Roxy to go see this band. Which band? I am so embarrassed to say this band. Please, I beg. I am so embarrassed because I was so old and I should have been cooler. Um, it was a band called White Star. And oh, Misha Barton. <laughs> and the we reason why Misha I loved them okay, okay. was because Misha Barton. Dated. Was, no shade to these people, by the way. Like, no shade to this band. I never throw shade to any bands, but it was embarrassing. And um, Wait, Misha Barton dated the lead Misha singer. Misha Barton dated the lead singer, yeah. which I... Again, we've said it a million times. I was obsessed with Misha Barton. Yeah. So I was in summation obsessed with this band. <laughs> so we had convinced Essie to take us to the Roxy. One of the girl's brothers, like, basically, like, we were like, we should get stoned before the concert. And I was like, okay, like, my parents are out <laughs> at a movie. Like, have your brother come over and, like, smoke us out. And weirdly, my sisters went to school with her brother mm -hmm. so they were like yeah of course he can come over he brings this um contraption called a bubbler which i had it looks like a teapot it looks like a neti pot but it's for <laughs> weed and i'm i hope i haven't told this story before but wait, okay so he brings over this like bubbler mm -hmm. he packs a bowl for us we are outside my sisters are our home and I was just like, S.E., like, please just, like, let us smoke weed. Like, and she was like, I don't like this, but, like, whatever. Like, do you? Like, I don't really care. So, again, I, in my mind, think, oh, being high is not that crazy. Like, you just yeah. get hungry. hungry. It's fine. He lights the hit for me. I'm nervous. A bubbler has water in it. It's kind of like a baby bong. I take the biggest <laughs> hit of my life. I am sucking through this neti pot. It. Like, I my fucking whole body is filled with smoke. <laughs> I blow out this hit. To this day, it was the biggest hit I've ever taken in my life. To the point where her brother was like, whoa, you're about to get really high. Which is the worst thing to say to someone. And I start coughing again. Did not know that there was a thing where if you cough, you get more high. Oh, God. Yeah. I am 
coughing almost to the point where I am throwing up. Like, <gasps> I am like, Ugh, like, literally, like, <laughs> dying. But also, like, I kind of had a crush on her brother. So, like, I'm trying to be cute. So, I'm like, <clears throat> but, like, literally, I get inside. And, like, I'm like, can you just give me one second? I, like, go inside of my house and I'm like, Ugh, like, <laughs> dying, coughing, like, going, like, everything is coming out. And my sisters are like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm totally fine. And I'll never forget. I sit, my dad has this like very comfy leather chair that he sits to watch his basketball and soccer games. Like he like bought a special chair. <laughs> Beautiful. I sit in my dad's like comfy leather chair from Costco. You become your dad. And no, oh, I wish <laughs> I am watching like, it must've been like my super sweet 16 or some MTV show. And my sight goes from like Panavision, like widescreen <laughs> to like a pin like a little <laughs> baby pin of like it literally and it felt like it was just like whoosh and i like oh could God. not i like went blind was horrible. it was that crazy of weed i don't even know which we i wish i would remember the name of it so you could do it so today. i could do it again um no and, and watch see how they grow yeah it was crazy and i immediately go into quintessential you know narc energy i think that i that this weed is laced I go straight oh, into this too. weed is laced. And you've just learned about like PCP. A hundred percent. You're like learning from like yeah. from school that like anything can be laced. Yeah. Like your candy bars have fucking razor blades in them. Like yeah. it's no just caramel like, apples. Yeah. Like everything is like everything will kill you. So I, of course, like I'm my poor siblings, like bless their souls. I go up to SC and I go, you need to take me to the hospital. I'm like, I'm SC's like, oh God, like what? What's going on? And I'm like, I'm blind. I cannot like handle life. I am freaked the fuck out. This weed was laced with like LSD. Yeah. I like didn't even know what LSD was. She goes, you're high. Just go into your room, like lay down. And then of course in the back of my mind, I'm like, Oh my God. First of all, also both my friends are wasted high. Like yeah. one of them is like going through my refrigerator and I'm like, Oh fuck. Like hopefully everything in my refrigerator is like not expired. <laughs> one of them is like, in the, my bathroom like in my family bathroom like looking at herself in the mirror like touching the mirror like we were like quintessential like like some stupid stoner comedy yeah and as he's like go into your room and just go to sleep and like in i'll wake you up in 20 minutes you'll feel so much better and i'm like you're right you're right you're right i go into my yellow fucking room oh, literally no. my yellow bringing it back call back my yellow cha chaotic to crayola high in that room <laughs> i get into bed i close my eyes and like for me i'm like okay I, when I open my eyes, I'm going to feel better, but like, I need to sleep. And of course I'm like, never going to fucking Ew. sleep. Like I literally close my eyes for 10 seconds and I open my eyes and I go, Oh my God, I feel so much better. Ah. And then it's like, zoom again. Ah. And it's like, Nope, still ah. high. Like, Oh my God, still fucking high. And I come out and I'm like, Essie, 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 you need to take me to the hospital. You need to take me to the hospital. And she was like, dude, you need to relax. And then she was like, you know what? We just need to get out of the house. So thankfully, Esty, like gold sister award till the day that I die, like loaded my high ass friends and my high ass into her car and like drove us to the rocks. And like by the time we got over the hill, like we like literally went up Laurel Canyon and like got to the Roxy, like the craziness had passed. Yeah. And then we were at the Roxy and like saw white the band snake. White Star, no White Snake. Sorry, <laughs> White Snake. It was like an 80s revival. <laughs> Honestly, not no at the Roxy. 
we saw White Star, and then like it was fine, but like we all had braces. Yeah, we all were super high, and like the thing is, is Wait, like, I love that we all had braces, comma. <laughs> yeah, we, we all, all were, were super, super high. high. Like I don't even. I get we, we probably yeah a haiku, <laughs> a haiku. But it was I'll never forget because I think that was honestly the highest I've ever been in my life, and then that also like ushered me into like my stoner phase because i became is, a, a super stoner which to me is so wild because i feel like you and i have the same brain and the same like reaction to everything i do really feel that way this is where i in so my high story i was obsessed with i wanted to be a stoner so bad right. i just didn't have access to marijuana right <laughs> marijuana marijuana mary jane theo my brother two grades older he did he was starting to smoke weed he, we were in New York and he had gone to his friend's house and he had brought back a little bit of weed. A nug, if you will. Oh, <laughs> but he gave me, when I say, a crumb of it. It was oregano. Just, it was oregano. <laughs> um, he gave me the, t- like, a, the tiniest crumb of his little bud. I don't <laughs> even know. Like, nug. <laughs> See? I just love that word, nug. Nug. <laughs> um, Theo gave me the, t- it was like the tiniest little tiny 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 little uh crumb <laughs> of it i was now the owner of, of marijuana oh my god when i say alana i know i keep saying this a crumb yeah i stored that crumb in the tiniest <laughs> little like theo had this like pill like a silver vial right that was for, it was a it looked like a pill right i feel like yeah, no i totally know i put it in that i closed it i sealed it i like put it in i put it in my purse i was so proud i was like oh my god there's weed in my purse it a crumb the coolest thing ever we get on a plane um we're flying back to la i'm very aware that i have a crumb but to me it felt like a mound i mean it felt like a huge like i was like like a drug smuggler yeah you're on top mid flight by the way i had never smoked weed yet uh, before so i still haven't smoked weed at this point mid flight i start panicking and i'm like Oh my God, I-, I have weed. I need to get rid of it. Holy shit, <laughs> I have weed. I need to get rid of it. I grab a tampon, run to the bathroom, open the tampon. Right. Put the, <laughs> the crumb. Crumb. You're like, they'll never it. find it in here. Bury it. Flush it down the toilet, <laughs> which you're not supposed to do with yeah, tampons. No. no. <laughs> so already breaking rules. Yeah, clogs the Flush system. it down the toilet. Then go back to my seat. I'm still panicked that TSA is going to go through the toilet and They're like, find we, we found, we knew the that crumb. there was some. <laughs> and trace it back to Sasha Rebecca Spielberg. Um, that was, so that was my first kind of like, okay, possession of weed. Um, then, so I was still obsessed though with, I wanted to smoke it. I wanted to be a stoner so badly. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. 13 had come out. I was Ugh. obsessed with them. I just wanted to be bad. Yeah. So, I end up smoking for my first time with a friend from New York and she was very cool. <laughs> she smoked me out. Remember that phrase? Yeah, smoked me out. <laughs> smoked me out. It was also super hot, but yeah, she I know. smoked she me smoked out. She smoked me out, which meant she was, she introduced me to weed. Yeah. And I got high. Um, we go back to her house. I'm in bed with her. She's sound asleep. I am like in my mind I'm hallucinating. I have a panic attack. I don't know who to wake up. I didn't it was a sleepless night. I was like I can't smoke again. This is not for my body, but I'm determined to make it for my body. So I continued kind of like smoking weed and I would smoke 
in my shower out of an apple. Oh, yeah. Love an apple bong. Love an apple bong. Yeah. I didn't quite know how to make it. I don't even think I was getting high, but it just felt so cool that oh, I was yeah. doing it. But each time that I would get high, I'd have a panic attack. Oh, yeah. But I really wanted it to work. I'm, like, convinced that I never had a good time. Ever. Smoking weed. Like, but you it was were just pure, stoner. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. But the thing is, is, like, I think I had convinced. I mean, I've talked to my friends about it all the time. I can't smoke weed anymore. I'm, hi, I'm Alana. I'm 31. And if I, <laughs> if I smoke but a little bit of weed. A crumb. I, a crumb, if you will. I am inconsolable. Like, have the most anxiety. Like, I have the worst time. And the thought of like looking back because I was stoned my whole I would smoke in the morning. But I would is, smoke after I'm during shocked. school. I'm after school. Like constantly high. I'm shocked. Throughout the whole day. And I had so much confidence. I was like, I was just like a fucking stoner. But were you paranoid the entire time? The thing is, like, there was some times where I would get paranoid, but like in a weird way, I think because I I my biggest fucking, you know, thing that I had to do was my homework. So it was like nothing <laughs> no, like don't, and I don't. never did it. And I never did my homework because I was a bad stoner. Gal. I was a stoner. I was like, I don't do homework. Like, I just am crazy. Um, I didn't really have, you know, like I was just like, oh, if I like this is like the, the worst thing that can happen to me is I'm going to have to talk myself out of you know getting an f in a class so right. like and i knew i could do that a lot so wow. because my school really didn't fucking exist my school also to be fair the school that i went to was an arts high school everyone was high all the yeah. time and also like academics were like an afterthought Tertiary. like we were there to do our art yeah and you were, we were artists and like <laughs> i would i think i just there were no rules so like but coming out of high school and then, like, actually having to, like, pay bills and shit, I was like, oh, my God, I cannot. First of all, I can't afford it. And second of all, yeah. I can't, Taller, like, like, I can't do it. And, like, also, when I think back on it, we would meet, I mean, we would, my friend at the time at Loxa also was super confident, also was a stoner. And, like, we would meet shady ass people like yeah. we would like find numbers like people would like you know distribute numbers of drug dealers and like we would like literally Which go into wild. like city bank parking lots like <laughs> there was a city bank parking lot like right out like down That's the street from my house dumb. and we would like meet a stranger no. like i'm my children are fucked because i did so much bad shit when i was in high school like, I am never letting my future children leave the house. But that's so cool. I got caught smoking weed. So I got oh caught my probably God. my fourth time ever in life smoking weed. And it wasn't because I got, you know, here's what happened. Theo got caught. Oh, And shit. because I felt so bad because I was also smoking weed at the time, I turned myself in. <gasps> no, you didn't. Theo will. Are you kidding me? Of course I did. You turned yourself in? Theo will argue that I did not turn myself in. And I, like that. Anyway, I turned myself in because of the guilt that Theo was getting caught and I didn't. So I literally turned myself in to my parents. I was grounded for a year and a half, drug tested at random. Like it was, it was the end of an era for me. I turned turned myself in because I felt so guilty. But then, you know, I smoked for the first time. I think it was like my junior year of high school and I got so, basically I associated disaster with smoking weed so because I got caught I was like well I'm just gonna get caught and then it would make me paranoid so I really didn't have a good experience with weed probably until like three years ago I'm not even kidding I I because I associated it with getting in trouble right and like the police are coming like I really like I'm on a flight and got a (laughs) crumb yeah exactly the crumb um so it was always it was never a good experience for me but um this is kind of going off topic but I did remember this story um I when I took my first edible 
but before I t- took my first edible with my f- dear friend Aiden, I was at um, her house and her mom had just made me very hot tea. And as I've said before, I am very bad with loud noises. So oh, no. balloons popping, oh, no. guns. I mean, I'm like I'm around a lot of, but you know, <laughs> prop guns in place. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, fireworks can't do fireworks. Like <gasps> I'm very bad. I honestly concerts. I went to a BSB concert and they had those. Um, what are they? Oh called? my god, what the smoke called? machines. No, are like the, <laughs> the fireworks. Like the. Oh my god, fireworks. Uh, yeah. para, uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, pyrotechnics. Pyro yes, had pyrotechnics. And I remember I was so excited to see BSP, but then the pyrotechnics went <laughs> you started off. crying. And I, start, I was like, I can't do this. Oh I, I can't God. do this. And I was like, yeah. I was like, like, pyrotechnics. I feel like I'm like. No, like, you yeah. know. I don't know why I Pyro. didn't know that pyrotechnics. <laughs> but I was very, so very bad with loud noises. So I was afraid of dogs until I was, um, until I had my own, honestly. Like I, I was always a, a little on edge because I was afraid they were going to bark. So they had this big German shepherd. <gasps> Big German Shepherd, who was always hard. That sounds weird for a dog. Who always had a boner. Oh, that's sorry. Okay, I was like, I was like, I was like wondering if that's what you meant. I was like, always. Wait, wait, okay, always. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I love where this story I is going. I love it. Let's go. Let's I keep don't going. Think you can go down the rabbit hole. I love it. That was not where I thought this story was going. Wait, I'm down. Okay. What's I going don't on? Think you can say a dog's hard, right? No, a dog know. always had a boner. Okay. Like, what else do you yeah. say? Okay, I'm down. Not boner. Not, what do you call? No, I think it is. Actually, that's a very fitting word for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, dead. I'm dead. blushing. Anyway, okay. So I was just like so confused by this lipstick like <laughs> right. thing. Yeah. And I was already so disoriented. <laughs> and I was talking to her older brother. And because just because he was older, older was always hot. 100%. It didn't matter. He could have been a two on a scale of ten. Like it, the fact that he had age on me, yeah. I was like, I'm done. I mean, right. it's marriage. So I was talking to her brother. And I was trying to be like cute and coy, and I was holding the cup of scalding oh. hot tea. Scalding. I mean, I don't know. They turned it up for this. <laughs> for me, it was like, let's give her the grade. Let's. We can only we serve her burn her skin. Scalding hot tea. Um, I was holding it and being like coy and doing the thing where you blow in it while <laughs> maintaining eye contact. Yeah. Oh my god, you're, like, hot. Listening. Yeah. And being, like, yeah. And like, cute. Still listening. Still in my periphery, lipstick sticking out. Like, so confused by this huge dog with, like, a boner. I was like, I had never seen that in my life for some reason. I think we only had female dogs. I don't know. Very confused. The dog out of nowhere. Oh, no. Barks. It is the loudest bark I've ever experienced. When I say the mug stop, I jump so, like, jump. The tea goes on your face. All over my face. Stop it. I don't think I've ever told you this story. I, again, <laughs> disassociation, as we learned with Andre 3000, I couldn't break character. So I kept, I kept blowing on it. There's nothing in your mug. Blowing on it. And like continuing. He goes, are you okay? Your, li- your skin is literally bubbling. <laughs> it's so burned. Oh my it's, God. It's <laughs> swelling. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm good. Sorry. That scared me a little. I just wasn't expecting. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I am. I'm in, I'm, I think I'll do three APs next year and like two honors if I'm lucky. Like if I, and he's and like, he's Sasha, like, are you okay? The mom was like, no, they bring me like ice. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh I'm so God. guys, guys. It's like nothing. It's really fine. It's fine. I then I'm like, I'm going to go. Um, uh, you have to give it 15 minutes before you go to the bathroom because then your cover is blown like yeah. if you go immediately you're they're like, gonna yeah, know you're panicking like, uh, yeah so i gave you 15 minutes of hot like my face is burnt <laughs> i go to the bathroom i shut the door i'm like oh, yeah no wait i'll be right out hold on i'll be right back <laughs> looking in the mirror my face it is 
burnt. I start crying because it hurts so bad. I'm just like, get it together, get it together, get it together. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. I like, I like, compose myself. And then I walk outside and the brother's already like in the other room and Aiden's like, do you want to take an edible now? <laughs> Not in front of the So you weren't even high I wasn't high. And then, that's why this was off track. Oh and then I took my first edible. Didn't <laughs> know how long it was going to take to hit. Hit me an hour later. Woke in my sleep. We took, we split a cookie and I had a panic attack again. So I just, listen, edibles for me are traumatic. It's just like we're both just so, it's just the I most know. traumatic I shit know. of all fucking time. So I think mm-hmm. I got caught smoking weed once. I think. What, what do you mean? I cannot think? concur. I cannot concur. I cannot concur. <laughs> I, I concur. Wait, what movie is that from? I concur. Dude, fucking um, it didn't wait. A fucking um, catch me if you can. <laughs> I concur. Dude, literally, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm like, are there babies in my dad's movies? You're quoting Catch Me If You Can. I know Catch Me If You Can. I'm like, you Mean know? Girls, Legally yeah. Blonde. You're like, no. It's, Do you concur? Sorry, I concur. Of course, best movie ever. Um, Clearly, greatest I know it movie well. ever. Greatest movie. It really ever. is. That sounds like John Empire Williams. Weekend now. I know. No, he just got John Williams. John Williams, OG. We love it. We love him. We love has is the greatest. Mm. Anyways, I think. I got caught smoking weed. I don't know if I'd have because basically what happened was I had a friend over and again in my dead stoner phase where like if there was weed to be smoked, I would smoke this weed, but I needed to wait. Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this. I mean, I feel like they knew. I mean, whatever. Well, this Sorry. is what you're, you'll find out and you'll tell us next yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. I'll ask my mom. Yeah. Um. So I, she comes over. It's like around 5 p.m. When me and my siblings had like strict rules about smoking in the house because we didn't want to get caught. And the rule was you literally had to wait till like 1 a.m. Like to go outside and smoke weed at our house. And notoriously, I would always be the lookout for my siblings when they would smoke weed like when I was younger. And so we always waited because like you had to wait for my parents to go to sleep. It's like full don't wake daddy. It's like don't wake daddy. (laughs) Like we're like a little like creeping through the house like trying not to wake my dad. And so it's like 5 p.m. around 6. My friend is like, we should go and smoke weed in my car outside. And I go, dude, it's literally daylight out. Like my parents are, we haven't even had, we haven't even had dinner yet. It's June 21st. It's (laughs) summer solstice, the longest day of the year. Longest day of the goddamn year. And we, she's like, Alana, I do this all the time. And for some reason, I trusted my friend to know my parents more than I trusted my own parents who I've known since birth. And I go, she does it all the time. I I trust her. So we go out and like, I'm like, okay, we have to tell them what we're doing though. So I was like, hey, she forgot her uh, French book in her car. We'll be right back. Worst lie on the planet. Worst lie on the planet. What fucking lie is I mean, that? Like, that's a four second like <laughs> thing to do. Like, you don't go outside. Like, it's Maybe insane. It was, like tucked under, like yeah, like we really could not find her fucking French book, and so we go, we go outside. She has a bong. We're like in her minivan because she had like she like had taken her parents' minivan to to. She lived in Deep Valley. I lived in you know Studio City or whatever. Can you explain to our listeners what Deep Valley is? So Deep Valley is like we we're talking like Calabasas, Northridge, like 
when you when you pass Tarzana um on the 101 Californians when you pass like Tarzana that's when that's what I consider okay. Deep Valley okay, like I never really went past Encino growing up cool. like Encino was where all the cool parties were but like all the coolest kids had these like because also you could get more bang for your buck in Encino so yeah. like there, the houses pools. were super big pools and that's like where my my edge was like Tarzana was like where which is where my Essie like had her first years of life she grew up in Tarzana until we got our house in Sherman Oaks but Tarzana is like the farthest I will go like now. Yeah. Like I don't go past Tarzana. Like she which does, is which is a va- you heard it here first. first. I'm a valley girl that doesn't go past Tarzana. <laughs> but when you pass Tarzana that that's where I consider Deep Valley. You get Northridge, okay. you know, even further Calabasas and then like you get to the beach which is like a whole other fucking I mean, situation. That's it, but what's happening there? Um and so we go outside, we start smoking weed. We're like ripping bong hits like i am like fully going to town on this bong it's dark now at this point we've been gone for a good 30 minutes in quotations trying to find her french book i finally like we're like gabbing we're having we're laughing it's so fun we're like i'm literally in my mind i'm thinking like why don't i do this more often like i could just go outside and smoke whatever i want like my parents are never gonna find out i step outside of her uh minivan I look over. My mom is at our driveway oh, no. with her arms cl- crossed. Oh, no. Looking at me. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. I'm like, this is it. I'm 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 caught. Yeah. Like my worst. My both my siblings is like if my siblings got caught, it would have I would have known what my future held. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but my sisters were smart and never did anything yeah. stupid like yeah. smoking at 6 p.m. Dang outside it. of our house. <laughs> And so I was like, I didn't know what I was getting into. I was like, oh my God, I'm the first time to get caught smoking weed. So I don't know what my punishment is. Like, I don't even know what's going to happen. Like, are they going to, like, my life is over. Yeah. And I go into the car and I literally like hit the bong out of her hand. (laughs) I still have a hit in my lungs. I blow Ah. out the hit and I walk out of her van and it like billows out. Oh my God. And your and, mom is right there. And my mom is watching me. Okay. And I'm thinking like, I'm also so high already. Arms I'm like, crossed. The thing is, is like, as a teenager, you always had like, I don't know if you had this, but it was basically like an earthquake emergency kit of like everything you need to get sober. So like, I always had like 10 minutes before I would see my parents, I would sanitize my hands, put eye drops in my eyes, like make sure that like I had like gum or mouthwash or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I had like my emergency kit of Alana gets sober. You're about to see your parents. I had no time to do this. So my eyes are the shade of red of literally Satan's balls. Like literally the reddest eyes in the West. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm fucked. I walk up to my mom. She looks at me and she goes, do you guys need more blankets? What? And I was like, what? Again, now I'm so high. And I'm like, she's fucking with me. Like my, of mom, course. my mom is fucking with of me. Course. She knows exactly what the fuck we were doing. Of course. Why is she asking me about blankets? And I was like, okay. And also like my parents were never the kind of, like they would have never like chastised me in front of people. Like there would never be a situation where they would like yell at me or anything in front of other people. Hmm. They were just not those kind of parents. Like they were, you know, they didn't want to embarrass mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking, oh my God, my mom is playing mind tricks on me because my friend is here the second that my friend leaves my life is over 
I am so high. We go into um, our my room and we're like trying to watch a movie on my computer and she keeps falling asleep and it's like 7 p.m. And I keep hitting my poor friend, literally my poor friend. I put her through hell. I keep hitting her and waking her up and I'm like, don't you go to sleep like if you go to sleep it's gonna my parents are gonna think that we're high like you can't go to sleep and she's like alana i'm really tired and i'm like of course you're tired <laughs> i'm like my life is over because of you i'm like you can't now look what you did my life is over and she's like should i just go home and i'm like no you can't go home because that's weird I literally danielle my poor danielle is like trying to talk me down oh up a ledge i literally i remember i'll never forget i go up to like i'm sleeping and i and Danielle was sleeping in a different room because my friend was sleeping in my room and I go up to her and I literally go Danielle um so tomorrow's the day that everything's gonna go down and you gotta have my back I was like you gotta have my back because I was like I don't know what's gonna happen like I mom definitely caught me smoking weed she's waiting until my friend leaves like you gotta like have my back and she's like dude I think you're okay and I was like dude I'm looking at you as a sister right now (laughs) this is it this is it I fucked myself I wake up the next morning. My friend literally leaves at five in the morning. She's like, I'm getting out of here. Well, because like, she went to the sleep. house of horrors. She, no, she went to sleep at seven. Yeah. yeah. She was like, and also she was like, this is the house of horrors. I'm never coming yeah, back yeah, here yeah. ever again. Like, f- like I hate your house. I hate you. We're I'm not friends anymore. I'm taking my French textbook and I'm <laughs> and I'm getting out here. Au revoir. I was like, oh, yeah, exactly. Um, And I wake up. My parents are at the dining room table with their newspapers up. Literally like a movie. And they i like walk in and i'm like here we go i was like you know what you're gonna do the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna burst into tears and you're just gonna apologize like that was like my move i was like i'm gonna burst into tears because i was like on the verge of crying at all times that night i was like i am gonna cry i am such an idiot your life is over and they fold the newspapers like very neatly Mm -hmm. and i'm like you're fucking origami they're making a swan so like wait one second i'm gonna make a swan (laughs) and they turn to me and they go my mom goes, so did you and your friend have a good time last night? This is horrible. And I'm like, we did. We did have a good time last night. And she goes, are you ready for school? And I'm like, what the fuck Wait, is I'm going sorry, on? this was on a school night? Yeah, she came over for a school night. Because this oh. one specific friend my parents were obsessed with, they like loved her so much, so she could come over whenever she wanted. And she also could drive, so she could drive mm-hmm. to my house. And so they were like, are you ready for school? And I was like, yeah, I'm ready for school. And they were like, okay like have a good day and i was like what the fuck and i was like and then again like the paranoia kept going yeah. all day at school i was like there uh, there's gonna be an intervention well, when i get is home your punishment yeah. right like my punishment you, is yeah. like not knowing which yeah. honestly is an incredible punishment oh, like it's- the whole day at school i was like i'm gonna come home from school there's gonna be a ch- like chairs in a circle i'm gonna be sent to like wilderness camp for drug addiction utah and I and I came home like nothing happened. And I was like, literally, it took me like a week to be like, if nothing happens for a week, no, it's Groundhog then, Day. Yeah. You walk in, they're still with they're still, newspapers. Yeah. They put down. Are you ready for school? Are you ready for school? I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, it's here Groundhog comes. Day. And That's honestly, like when I look back on, it, I mean, I have, I've never talked to it, talked about it to my mom. I doubt your but mom knew. No, I think my mom knew, but she was just like, like did me a solid. Because the thing is, is like if my dad would have found me oh my dad would have i i like literally don't even know like it gives me a chill down my side like my sasha knows my dad 
back then my dad was so strict thought that any sort of like weed was like the same as any fucking crazy no, drug same with my parents That's like why, there was yeah. no barometer there yeah. was no like weed is from the ground it was like yeah. no like weed is the same as any drug yeah. on the market like you are fucked and the gateway and, drug we know it's a yeah, gateway. gateway drug so like i think my mom because i think the thing is is like i do think that my mom my mom's from like philly there's no way that she didn't smoke weed growing up she did we've never talked about it i don't know if i want to know but really? <laughs> i don't know i want to know what my my dad has famously never smoked weed in his life like, and same with my dad and i'm like what the hell how Which did that happen so, I know it's so wild. When i'm people... like how did you guys not succumb to peer pressure also like how do you make close encounters and yeah. not smoke weed how does that happen how does that happen yeah. I know. I, by like, the way, so gearhead that movie. I just <laughs> my dad actually just showed me and Harry that because I, I I hadn't seen it in years and Harry had never seen it. Or no, he really? had, yeah. So my dad showed it to us and he um, watched it with us. And it was so funny. He was giving us all the like director's cut um, <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, he was doing been, a Q and A. No, he's been doing game. every week, every Sunday. We go over there and he shows us a movie that neither one of us has seen. Oh my god, that's so and funny. it's like and one an of them was Close Encounters. Well, Harry was like, I'm sure Harry was shitting. Bricks. Loved it. Oh, I'm sure he. But I'm sure he was like, I swear, I should have seen this movie years ago. Like, as like Gearhead, you know, I have this character know. called Gearhead to our, all of our listeners. If you have not heard Sasha's Gearhead, like it oh is God. as a musician, any musicians out there, it is the funniest thing well, I've ever heard in my life. It makes me lull <laughs> to you, my core. You guys were on it. I know. I had a weekly series where I interviewed musicians and producers and engineers and master mastering engineers. And I interviewed them about like gear, music <laughs> gear. And I got like really, you know, I do it in an Australian accent. And, um, so watching Close Encounters, I was like, this is the most gearhead <laughs> movie. I was like, is that a Yamaha? Like, wait, wait, what's, what are they playing? Like, it was so gearhead. And also just, yeah, it, the fact that, again, my dad has never smoked weed in his life. And that he is, was like, well, I have an idea. Wow. All of his ideas. It's like dinosaur. I mean, that's not technically his, you know, <laughs> Michael Crichton. But um, just the movies he makes are, I that's think it shocked crazy. people. I think Seth Rogen, I think he did an interview recently in, it said he had never smoked weed in his life and it was an interview with Seth Rogen next to him and uh I'm sure I think the internet went crazy oh, I don't yeah. think anyone knew that before this year that he had never smoked weed he has never smoked weed to I can, day. and my dad this I think our dads are the two people on this planet that have never smoked weed and they're both such creative minds I know <laughs> but that is so it's so I mean well that's why you get me is because like my yeah, dad so we, I know my dad, my dad was just, just, he sat me, when, when I got caught smoking weed, he did the worst talk, which is not, I'm not mad at you, I'm just disappointed. Ugh, the worst. And he sat on my bed, and he looked so sad. And it was like, I, it was so bad. It was so bad, I wanted to, I, I, I can't, I mean, I turned myself in, I did this to myself. I mean, that's so, but that's like, if the thing is, if my, I mean, first of all, now even list, like, going back on, like, what we said on this whole podcast, if my future children ever hear any of this podcast, oh. I am screwed. Oh, no, 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 no. My oh, future I children even, are not allowed to listen to this podcast. Wait, I didn't even think about that. I and know. the internet <laughs> is forever. Oh, no. I literally just had a flash of, like, wait, did we just screw ourselves? Oh, Here's my God. Here's the thing. I think by the time we have, our kids are 13, 14. I mean, I'm getting is this legal, deleted. But also everything's like, le I mean, it, it's, it's weed is just does not have the same implications as it did in 2003. No, totally. It's totally. just so different. So I think it's fine. It's not I know. Like, but like, like railing so like lines my of cocaine at no. Bungalow 8. Oh my God. I mean, no. I, no. no, we did not do that. We Absolutely were, we were not. full. We were just potheads. But yeah, I mean, to me, my future but. children. <laughs> I know I've said future children like a million years. I'm trying. I love, I want to have kids so badly, but I also am going to be, I feel like I'm going to be a strict parent. Is I'm that weird? I'm going to be so strict. I feel like I'm going to be a strict. And like, it's so against like my vibe now, but I'm like, I think I'm going to be a strict parent. Well, you've never had a 
dog, not saying dogs are like <laughs> kids, not saying dogs are like kids, but when you do have a dog and you're responsible for a dog, it does you're show you for sort life. of how you're going to be as an adult. I mean, <laughs> as, as, a, as, as a, a parent, parent, as an adult, <laughs> that too. And I, whenever I, you know, I've had dogs and I am like so paranoid something bad's going to happen whenever oh, I yeah. leave the house. Like it, it just is, it, my paranoia is... Uh, through the roof well when you're an incre- incredible dog mom there is like videos you. of sasha like there's like videos from her house where there's coyotes like come up to your oh house god. oh my god and oh my you god. sprinted i have to sp- save your dog um there were coyotes constantly um and i had two dogs at the time and i i, I heard like a yelp and oh i ran outside and i see two coyotes <gasps> trying to play with earl and marty oh the two my dogs god. And because what they do is they lure you in. So they try to play with you and then they lure you to the, you know, oh that's God. how they get you. What? And I, Earl was just a puppy. He <gasps> was a little baby puppy. And there is footage of me. It is like Laura Dern, Jurassic Park. Like, run! Yeah. <laughs> it is, I have never run so fast I've never seen life. you run that fast. I have footage and I pick up Earl and Marty was big enough. So I was like, Marty, Marty. <laughs> and they, Marty follows me and the coyote, there's footage of the coyote running after me and the dog. The dogs. And it was terrifying. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything. But yes, I know, but I'm you a are great, a good I'm dog a mom. I'm a really good dog mom, but I'm very stressed yeah, all the time. I'm going to be a helicopter like, mom. Me too. I'm going to be a do helicopter mom. Do? I don't know. The internet? I, I don't know. even know. I don't even know. I mean, me and Sasha talk about it all the time. Like, when when do we give our children back in? I'm going to give my kids a flip phone. Like, I don't even know. I'm I know. Gonna, I'm just going to repeat what my parents did because I feel like I turned out okay. But we can't because okay. we have to acclimate Ugh, to the time. I don't want to. I'm just going to send my kids to my parents and just be like, can you just raise them? Because I. I'm gonna be. I, don't, I just like don't even know. The I don't beginning. know. I, I know. My parents I, did such a good job, even though they were they're so strict. No, but, but I they think, did you do know a what? good job. I, they did, and my parents did such a good job, and I was very fearful, which helped me not do anything bad. You know, I didn't do anything bad because I was very scared right. of getting in trouble. So part of me was like, <laughs> but that's not healthy because then I got to college and no, I was I still like, and still to this day, I'm like the biggest people pleaser and so scared of getting in trouble, so scared of doing. You know, I've never for all the listeners. I've never shoplifted in my life. Oh, what? In my life. One time, I went to Dylan's candy bar, and I took one single M&M. One <gasps> single M&M, because my friend did it, and I was like, I want to f- see what it's like to yeah. have the thrill, and I took a single M&M. One. It's like the crumb of weed. Single M&M, and that was the only time I've ever taken something without paying for it. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I had I had a shoplifting phase. That's I had a shoplifting phase. Most people do. I just was terrified of getting in trouble. I was so, oh my God, I was so bad. And I had so much confidence. I would <gasps> I would steal so much shit from American Apparel. But okay, here, to be fair, let's tell all our listeners. At American Apparel, there was a policy. You cannot accuse anyone of shoplifting. Totally. So, and there was also like, I had heard that there was a policy, not a policy, but the creator of American Apparel, who's a terrible person. I hate him. He is not a good person. But before all of his shit came out, um, right when American Apparel had started, he had said, "Um, if you steal from American Apparel, it's fine." Like, oh, so that yeah. was he was like he was like I want people to wear the clothes, wow. so that they never had security tags. They yep. never had security tags. Yep, it was a free for all, and also like, I mean, how I made money 
growing up because like my parents never gave me money i would steal clothes sell and sell them to wasteland genius. like maybe literally genius. Steal, which is so terrible i'm so sorry to all the places that i stole from it's not a good thing i don't condone stealing believe me but i was fucking 13 14 and i wanted money to buy weed yes yes and yes. and also to like have spending money like my parents just never gave me any money to like like they there were no there was no yeah. like allowance yeah and so I would go and steal clothes and then like immediately go sell them to to like Wasteland Crossroads, you know, um, uh, fucking Buffalo Exchange, and that's how I made money that's, growing there up. There you go. It was it was, it was. I just was like uh, terrified of getting in trouble, and I also didn't like. Yeah, again, I was in a different situation. Yeah, there was like a. I walked through the Looking Glass like when I was like fifteen, fourteen, fifteen, like right when I got to high school when I started becoming a stoner. I just had this like very you know blind optimism of like I'm not gonna get in trouble because I had I was such a good girl throughout middle school that the second that I went to like art school like I saw first of all just a flashback I know this episode's like so long at this point um but I was I'm on TikTok now and like there are um there's like recap episodes of like my super sweet 16 which was happening while I was you know in high school like 14 15 you know whatever Mm -hmm. And I would see all these kids that were my age that were terrible to their parents. Horrible. Like, terrible. Like, screaming that they didn't get the car that they wanted. Like, screaming that they didn't get the dress that they wanted. Like, they didn't get the performer. And, like, that shit was so out of my bounds. And so, like, when I saw that these people, like, weirdly, I used my Super Sweet 16 as, like, if I ever got caught, I was like, I'm going to show my parents, like, what real bad (laughs) kids were. Because, I mean, I was super obedient. I, like, ne- never got into trouble. But but I was seeing these, like, children, like, bossing their parents around. Oh. And I was like, ah, my parents have – I'm a walk in the park no, compared actually, to these other children. No, I could not believe it. I just saw an episode this morning. Lily, I was on TikTok this morning. And it was like, I totally forgot how – crazy the kids on my super sweet no, 16 were where are they now i, I would like i to need find to go down the rabbit hole too. it's like let's but, find the miracle birth mother yeah, <laughs> and all find. of my super sweet 16 like i could not believe that like like it was like something where like i was like kids can demand what they want and their no, parents just, just do, do it. it i was like what that- i was shocked by that too and i think uh, my if i ever i mean Truly, oh my I, God. I remember my parents like constantly. Like I was like, besides a four poster bed, which I did get, <laughs> if I asked for something, that was a surefire way to not get it because it was always like a lesson. Like you're not gonna get whatever you want for right. Christmas or for, I mean, sorry for Hanukkah. <laughs> it's okay. We celebrated both. Um, uh, you know, you're not gonna get whatever you want. You guys are going to learn that you are not going to get whatever you want in yeah. life. And I remember I was like, please, can I get like for my 16th birthday? Um, I, I wanted a car. I loved Essie's first car. I wish we didn't have Essie back on the pod, but I loved Essie's first car because my parents got like their, one of their first like family cars was this like boxy minivan, like not the like sleek one. It was like, it literally looked like a, like a milk carton. And my dad had taken all the seats out because we would use it when we had Rockenheim gigs. We would put all the gear, all the gear in this what in this stage basically that it was like a minivan so cool. and my sister got that was her first car and she called <gasps> it the shaggin wagon but she had it was like fully like that 70s show like no. had no back seat to it before the, before she got her uh passport honda passport which we talked about in her episode she had this thing called the shaggin wagon that was like we had had it since i was like a baby and that was like our family car and she 
had the van where like all of her friends would smoke weed in the back like she had beanbag chairs back there it was like the coolest fucking thing and then it Holy eventually just shit. died and then she got her a honda passport but it was so By the way, cool the honda passport was what my first boyfriend drove and it was it was silver and it was the, the coolest car i want a car. honda passport now same, same i do too it was the coolest fucking car i love like jeep-esque yeah, cars like barbie dream house me too dream car dream i drive house a car. subaru crosstrek <laughs> for all of our listeners i drive a black subaru crosstrek it says gearhead on uh, the back of does the- it actually yeah my friend greta got me a sticker that says well it said gearhead like fisherman or sort of fisher company or something and i just cut out the fisher and i just have it says oh my gearhead. God. yeah I, again you guys have to listen oh my to gearhead. God, guys it's like a deep cut I loved this episode of I love, I, love I love you. I love you. I love you. I know. Did you, you. think I was going to say I love you? I thought you were going to say I love you. Then I went, I love you. I cut you off and went, you this episode. I love this episode. I don't I love, love you. you. I, I love, love this you. Episode. Um, thank you all. Also, I forgot, Alana, you didn't see this comment, but someone wrote on our free period Instagram. Oh. Uh, run by our amazing producer, Danny. We love. We love Danny. Um, wrote props to Alana for not mentioning Willie St. Marie in this <gasps> It was like a wait. Fuck, oh my god, wait, that's funny. so funny. funny you guys it get out of here. Everyone is so we love you all and we love all your comments and uh we just hope you're having fun with I us. know as, as much fun as we're having. having. Thank you guys <laughs> Thank for you listening guys. to Free Period. We'll see you see next, next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Free Period, a presentation of Cadence 13 and Odyssey Studio. New episodes every Tuesday. Bye.